Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. You know, I always like to begin the show with something interesting. Now, Elon Musk, Tesla, they cut prices on its entire U.S. EV model lineup for the third time this year. Wow, the third time this year. We're only like into April. Now, some models are down by 1,000. Other models are down by 5,000. So why are they cutting the price of the Tesla? Well, they say that the factories just are not running at capacity. People aren't buying Teslas like everyone thought that they would. Let me tell you, I owned a Tesla for about, mm, I don't know, two weeks? No, actually almost two months. And it was just shoddy. And that FSD, full self-driving, if I relied on that full self-driving, I would not be here right now. I tried it. I almost ran into a truck. It blew through a stop sign. I mean, maybe Tesla needs to think outside the box for revenues, like selling a men's cologne and calling it Elon's Musk. Ooh, that would work, right? And on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this America's largest show about all things digital. I am, of course, Kim Commando, your beloved digital goddess here with you once again. And get ready to level up your tech smarts because, let's face it, every single thing is a tech thing. And you can find us on over 425 top stations throughout the United States, and we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can also find us as a podcast, as a webcast, 24-7 over at GetKim.com, and it's all commercial-free. And a special hello to our listeners in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force in 175 different countries who are joining us on the American Forces Network Radio. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right. Every single day, even on the weekends, I visit at least 30 different sites to make sure that I'm up to date on all things digital so that I can make sure that you're up to date on all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about the numbers. And our first number, it's two bucks, two dollars. Okay. Summer's around the corner. Maybe you're going to be visiting one of our great national parks. And this means that your trip, well, it's going to be part of a big payday for a firm called Booz Allen Hamilton Incorporated. What does Booz Allen Hamilton Incorporated have to do about it? Well, that parking pass is free, but if you want to reserve, you have to pay that $2 fee. So where do you think your $2 is going from? Okay, I mean, maybe it's part of the whole government thing. You just give them $2 and then they put it towards the national parks. No. Uh, you're sending a piece of the pie to Booz Hamilton Incorporated for making the reservation. And the national parks, of course, are kept up with your tax dollars. Now, Booz, that whole firm, runs recreation.gov. You'd think that the government ran recreation.gov. No, they, they, they parsed it out. Somebody else does. It has a five-year contract that's up for renewal. The Wall Street Journal says that Booz Allen used data provided by the government to estimate that over the first five years of the contract that they got $87 million. $87 million. That's how much Booz Allen got. You think for that, I mean, we could develop our own website? Gosh, and you thought that all the money that you were paying were going back to the parks. Mm -mm, not so much. Uh, number two on our list of five things, do you have any Splenda, please? Can I have some of that? What's the average salary for a waiter in the United States? Anyone? Anyone? $29,000. Now, what if we replace that uh, waiter with a robot from Bellabot? $15,000 with a battery and a one-year warranty. 
So restaurants are now looking at saying, well, maybe we don't need humans. Maybe we just need robots because they can deliver orders and drinks for up to four tables at once. And you don't need to tip them. That's a little bit of a plus. In an interview with the AP, restaurant owner Ziza bought a few for his restaurant in Michigan. And one robot takes the diners to the seats. Another one delivers the food. They also have robots that wash the dishes. He only needs three people in his restaurant right now. And the robots do the rest. He used to have... Uh, one person that would cost anywhere between five and six grand a month. Remember that robot is a fifteen thousand dollar one time fee. You know, people say that being a waiter is a bad job, but you know, I say, hey, you know what? It puts food on the table, right? <laughs> Sometimes I crack myself up. Uh, number three on our list: two point two billion people on airplanes. Yes. And do you ever think about the real reason why that you need to put your phone into airplane mode when you get on the airplane? You ever think about that? Well, let's see. In 2021, 2.2 billion passengers rode on an airplane, and I would guess that most of them probably didn't put their phones into airplane mode. And what is the problem with it? The wireless network that your phone uses is the same one that the plane uses. And they're concerned that if everybody starts getting on their phone on the Wi-Fi, that the pilots and the plane's navigation system get get overloaded, and then it's just going to eventually cut off. Well, let me tell you something. If you're in the aerospace industry, you should have fixed this by now, okay? I mean, we've had phones prevalent since at least the iPhone in 2007, so let's get it in gear, okay? Uh, Next in our list, number four, 12 years. 12 years. Remember that number, 12 years. Because all of the new cars right now are coming up with these outrageous subscriptions, Okay, Mercedes is charging their EV owners $1,200 a year as a subscription to go one second faster. Okay, BMW is charging $8 a month so that you can auto dim or brighten the headlights, $8 a month. Uh, Toyota charges $80 a year so that you can remotely start your car. Wow. Now, what if you're in the market for a used car? That 12 number I was mentioning, that's how old the average used car right, is right now. But here's what's happening is that GM is reaching out to secondhand owners of cars to get them hooked on these subscription services. If you have a Volkswagen, listen to the audacity of this. They're going to put an ad right in the dash saying, hey, thanks for uh, buying this used Volkswagen. If you want to get some of these services, you could just uh, give us your credit card right now. Hmm. So if you're buying a used car, just make sure that you know what you get and what you don't get. And last, this coming in at number five, 10. He's been dead for 10 years. There's a man whose voice you might recognize. Here, let's just, let's just take a listen to a small clip of him. In the claustrophobic atmosphere of Washington, anything seemed possible. And Jefferson, who liked to cultivate the air of a philosopher who was above the merely political, found himself in a struggle to secure his own election and, in his mind, rescue the nation from the allegedly okay, monarchical... So, okay, tenets. do you know who the guy is? His name is Edward Hermit. And aside from being a really great character actor, he's one of the most popular narrators ever. He's been the voice of the History Channel. So many Ken Burns documentaries. Now, he's never been more popular than ever than he is right now. But here's the surprise. Edward Herman's been dead for about 10 years. His family gave a company called Deep Zen the license to use his voice for audiobook narration. Of course, they're getting all kinds of royalties from it. So remember that clip we just played? Now I want you to listen to AI's version of him. 
in the claustrophobic atmosphere of Washington, anything seemed possible. And Jefferson, who liked to cultivate the air Pretty of a philosopher good, who was above the merely Pretty political, good. found himself wow, in a struggle. Tell you. Can't even tell the difference. I accidentally deleted an audiobook that I was listening to, and oh, I'll never hear the end of it. Oh, yes. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about how you can get the fastest internet connection ever where you live, no matter where you live. And we've got some great tips about how to make your PC or Mac startup faster and how you can share your location on Google Maps and a whole bunch more here on Kim Commando today. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. All right, let's start with Judy in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hi. In 2003, I had the opportunity to be co-pilot of a World War II trainer plane. and they, How fun! I know! And they presented me with the photos or video on a three-and-a-half-inch diskette. And mm. nobody has diskette readers anymore. And I'd like to find out if you know how or have the means or the name of a place I could send it, and they could retrieve the information that's on the diskette. It's fun. Did you just run across the diskette when you were cleaning up? I've had it for years and uh, just kept moving it from place to place. And then <laughs> finally, finally, I came across the idea of uh, maybe Kim knows how to, um, what company to send it to. Or I'd love to see the photos because we did some fun aerobatics like barrel rolls and stuff like that so oh, how fun that, you know that's so so fantastic and i'd love for you to be able to relive these great memories uh, you got a couple of ways to do it number one is that believe it or not you can still buy a three and a half inch floppy disk drive yes right uh, they they sell them on Amazon. They're about 18 bucks, and they work via USB, and so they'll connect right up to your laptop. And then you could just put it in the oh. disk, and then uh, you can just transfer that information just right over. And they sell for about, I don't know, $15, $17, somewhere in that range. So it's relatively inexpensive. Now, if the okay. diskette is damaged or maybe the footage has degraded over time, that's when you might want to look at a transfer service. And like, for example, there's a legacy box, there's iMemories, there's Scan Cafe. We'll send you a list of these uh, that may also that you, you basically mail them the disk. And then for whatever they're, they're charging these days, they put the video up in the cloud or in the photos up in the cloud and then you get it back. I have used iMemories and both legacy box to get some what I would say older materials and media and bring it into the digital age. And they both of these did a fabulous job. But um, hang on the line, Judy. So we're going to send you a link to that floppy disk drive and then these other companies. Um, does that help you out today? Sure, yes. And I'll probably yes, take that's the awesome. least expensive option um, just because 
I would only get one use out of that diskette drive. Yeah, that's probably true. So you probably just want to mail it off to somebody. But it's always a, it's always good to know that that option is there for you, especially if you ever have any old data disk laying around. You're like, hey, what the heck was on that? Well, there's always a way. There's normally a way, rather, I should say, to, to connect that drive up to a relatively modern uh, laptop by just using the USB drive. Uh, Judy, thank you so much for your call. Oh, floppy disks. Those were the good old days, said no one ever, right? Thank you. Uh, Jeff in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, well, first, I just want to tell you I appreciate what you do, and I appreciate like how you break everything down for for everybody. <laughs> you know, I'm not good at a lot of things, but this is a thing like, you know, I, I don't know, I just have a knack for it. It's always been that way. And so pretty blessed in finding a, a career path that I really like. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so my question for you was, um, we went on a, a trip uh, a week or so ago um, to Cedar Key, Florida. And the day after we got there, I received a text from an unknown phone number. Um, it, well, actually, it, it, I don't even think it had a phone number. but um, And it said, how is Cedar Key quite the nice place just checking in with you guys? And so what I'm trying to figure out is, is how this person may have gotten my phone number and, and definitely my location. Um, yeah, a, a ton of ways. Did you reply to the text and say, hey, who are you? I did not. I, I didn't want to have anything to do with it. You know, something like that is, oh, I mean, it's harmless. You know, how did you get me? Who are you? Uh, type of thing. But if you didn't want to reply to it, if you don't want to reply to it, there are all kinds of ways that people can get your phone number. I mean, it could have been from the booking. Uh, it could have been if you paid for anything using Square uh, it, or, you know, something out of, even at a farmer's market that you guys were running around or at the bay or wherever you are at. Um, I mean, it's not like somebody's going to – somebody has malware. I think it's just a coincidence, and the coincidence is because you were traveling and you were there at Cedar Key, and that somebody there – you had some interaction with somebody there or making that booking that that would be able to get your cell phone number in order to say that, you know, we were just checking in to see how the vacation's going. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I, I didn't use – my my phone for the booking. My my wife booked everything, and then I don't think I did anything with my phone while I was there, other than uh, text with you know people I know. Were your location services on? Yes, yes. Okay, well then that could that could be a clue. Yeah, I figured that might play into it for sure. But that, that something some uh, something that you interacted with at some point knew that you were in Cedar Key, Florida. And yeah. uh, just for my own curiosity, I would have responded to the guy and say, hey, you know, or say, what's up? Who are you? Why are you contacting me? Yeah. But if you don't, uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't be worried about this type of intrusion. Um, you actually sent me an email and I looked up the domain where that text came from. And yes. And when you go over there, it looks like one of these. Old websites from like the 1990s, doesn't it? <laughs> like, whoa, where you can tell, but you have to know somebody's carrier and then you know their phone number. And then 
you know, and then you can send them a text message. So it could also be somebody who you know that just went to that website, put in your phone number and knows your carrier and then said, you know, we're just checking in with you guys. So <laughs> that, that, could, that could also be a possibility because that's, that's this site. Now, this site that I mentioned, you could go there and you can block your phone number from any future text messages from there. But I, I don't I wouldn't be worried about some malicious character or actor getting into my phone because I got this weirdo text about, you know, how is Cedar Key? It's a nice spot. and Just checking in with you guys. There's some type of connection between the person who sent that text and you. And, um, you know, I haven't called the psychic hotline in a long time. <laughs> so I can't help you figure all this one out. But uh, I wouldn't worry about it too much, Jeff. And I hope you guys had a great time. And thanks for your call. Hey, guys, we have his cell phone number. What we should do is text him right now and say, hey, you were just talking to the great Kim Commando. And uh, why weren't you dressed better for that occasion? That would totally, like, flip the guy out. (laughs) Right? Hey, stay right where you are. We have more phone calls, tips, tricks, and secrets you don't want to miss here on Kim Commando today. All right, coming up, we've got a tip about how you can get the fastest internet connection ever where you live. And also later on, some really insider secrets to make your PC or Mac just start up faster. And before we get to all of that, joining us here on the Kim Commando Show is our amazing content queen, Allie Seligman. Hello there, Allie. Hi, Kim. You know, we talk a lot about every single day what's going on in the news. And it seems like lately there's been a trend, Al, with these... Pranks, right? I mean, what's going on? You know what the one of the earliest pranks was ever? Hmm. The internet pranks. Uh, it was the Bill Gates email beta test. It was in 1994, and it tricked people into thinking that they were testing a new email system from Microsoft. But <laughs> it was just a spammer's way of collecting email addresses. Oh my gosh! Okay. Well, we've we've come a long way from that, haven't we? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, then then we had the saltine cracker challenge where you had to eat. Six saltines, <laughs> right? And then try to talk. Uh, the salt and ice challenge. Oh, the cinnamon challenge. Oof. You know, Did just, you ever do that? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really good at challenges like this with my body. You know, it's, it's tough. But there's been kind of a trend where they're getting more and more dangerous, aren't they? They really are because I think part of it is we kind of get desensitized, right, to these things. Watching someone eat some crackers is not as exciting as it used to be. And so people keep kind of ramping up uh, how aggressive in some cases these pranks are. And, you know, I kind of say pranks with finger quotes because a lot of these don't feel like pranks anymore. It's just people doing really dangerous stuff in a lot of cases just because they want to get views online. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's just because they want to get the likes. They want to get the attention on social media. They want to go viral. Yes. And so uh, the one that really strikes me that that we talked about in our conversation alone this past week was the mom in Target. Oh, that my was gosh. Just, that's just awful. Just picture this. So this woman, she just had twin baby boys, um, I think about eight months ago. She's walking around Target. And Kim, you know this as a mom. She was having this like, oh, I'm free. I get to just be hanging yes. out at Target, feeling good. So she's standing there looking at baby clothes. And then all of a sudden it's dark. Somebody, like a group of four teenage boys came in and they were trying to do, it's called like the bucket challenge, where you grab 
a literal bucket or other, you know, something else like that. And you shove it on someone's head and then you film the reaction. What they didn't know, this woman was a cancer survivor. And because of complications with her cancer, she has epilepsy. So she fainted. She hit her head. um, She very likely had, you know, at least a minor seizure. These kids are just trying to, yeah, we're just making content, right? But this woman got really hurt. She's, you know, still recovering in the hospital. So really scary stuff. Did did they file any charges against these kids? From what I saw, they weren't able to find them. I, yeah, it it didn't seem like they, you know, took them into custody. It was, uh, I, I imagine they saw what happened and got the heck out of there. Um, yeah, they probably did. Well, maybe, you know, maybe with all the cameras inside and outside of Target, yeah. at some point they'd be able to find these, these. I don't even want to say pranksters. Right? You know, it, I feel like we need a different word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, a prank is where you put like, I don't know, ketchup instead of mustard someplace or something <laughs> dumb like cushion. that. Yes, exactly. should be, you know, funny and fun. And yeah, maybe somebody gets a little embarrassed, but people shouldn't get hurt um, and they shouldn't end in really scary ways. You probably heard about this one. I know you did, Kim. The YouTuber, his name is Tanner. He's got one of those prank channels and, you know, they range from things that are kind of on maybe just the silly or annoying end. Him and his friends dressed up as clowns and they rode around a grocery store on scooters. Okay, fine. Um, In some cases, they do things where they're really starting to annoy people, right? Um, You know, there's one where they went through PetSmart and kept going up to people and saying, did you steal that animal? So, you know, people get (laughs) a little bit frustrated, sometimes call the police on them. Um, He went to the mall, and it's unclear what he was doing, um, you know, what the prank, again, prank, what the prank was. But he went up to a guy, and the guy pulled out a gun and shot him. Um, he didn't die. He's in the hospital right now. Um, but you know, it doesn't always just end with laughs, uh, or it doesn't end with someone just being annoyed at you or calling the police. It can end with actually getting shot, which is a really scary thing. What about the kids that are doing some of these challenges? I mean, I, it just, it pains my heart every time I see a pre tween Mm -hmm. whatever it is, uh, trying to gather some attention by doing one of these challenges. Yeah, the blackout challenge is probably the best example of this. Um, you know, it's hard to have exact numbers. I, From what I've seen, at least 20 kids have died from this one. It's essentially self-asphyxiation. So it's make yourself pass out um, to see if you can do it, right? And it's a really scary thing because these kids don't realize they see everybody else doing it. The people probably just come, come to right after, and they don't realize this is incredibly dangerous. Sometimes they are tying things over their faces. Sometimes they're using, you know, things like rope and it goes badly. And a lot of kids have died this way. And, you know, it's, it's certainly an accidental thing. It, this is not, you know, these are not suicide cases. These are kids who just don't know what they're doing and they go too far. Yeah. And, you know, so Utah's trying to pass some laws right now yeah. that are going to basically make these social media outlets to be more responsible and to put controls around the kids. You know, it's not going to work. Of course it's, it's not, not going to work. work. No. I mean, because, you know, the kids are going to run. And, you know, the bottom line here is that you parents just need to be involved. And I know it's a pain in the neck. It is. <laughs> because... You know, when my mother passed away, I became the family matriarch. Mm. Thank you. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. And that means I'm hearing all the stories with all the kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, Kim, what do we do? Uh, yes. Yeah. And it's uh, it's – you know, it's you just have to have eyes. You know, you used to say like, "Oh, I need eyes in the back of my head." Well, you need eyes in the front of your head, the back of your head, and anywhere that they're doing anything on social media, because you don't want to be that mom or dad. You don't want to be that statistic. Yeah, I mean, what do you think is the best way for people to, you know, if especially like younger kids? Um, I think generally in these older cases, it's people who are they want to be famous online. They want to have all this recognition. They want to go viral. These younger kids that see that stuff and then think, oh, me too, and then get really hurt or, you know, even can die in some cases. I, I would imagine that's really where, like, parents, be involved. Talk to your kids about this stuff. Yeah, I mean, you can put on the parental controls. Sure. And we get, we don't, we get those calls here on the show. We get emails, requests all the time. We talk about it. Yeah. And we have the free tech contract over at commando.com slash contract. So this way you can deal through the kids. But – I'll tell you, it's it's incredibly difficult, yeah. Because y- you you have to be right on top of it. You've got to be right on top of them, and a lot of parents just aren't that active. Because I can tell you, I I thought I did before I became a mom. I thought that like mothers took care of their kids, okay. And so as Ian was growing up, you know. I was like, you know, the, the den leader and somehow I was a Boy Scout leader, which is like, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but, you know, there were parents that, that just – they just didn't care and mm-hmm. I'd have to pick them up. I mean I'd have to pick up the phone and say, you know, it's it's 5 o'clock. You're supposed to be here at 4. Oh, God, I forgot. <gasps> you know, or, um, you know, you're, you're supposed to do this. I had one father come up to me, which was – this is just on a total side note. Came up to me and we were doing uh, – at the Home Depot, you could get like little kits, and we were making like tool chests yeah. out of wood. Guy comes up to me and he says, uh, "I'm not going to tell you the kid's name. You know what? We think he's gay. Um, and and we that's why we have him in Scouts because we're hoping that you're such a strong figure that you'll be able to to change that oh because because uh, we really don't want that in our family. And I looked and I said. Um, that's not my job. Okay? <laughs> that's just, that's just, I said, you know, I'm happy that he's in Scouts and I don't care if he's gay or not. Doesn't matter to me. And if you, if that's an issue for you, you've got to take that someplace else. Jeez. But anyway, so, so you have all different levels of parenting is I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so parents always want to point that finger towards social media when really they got to point the finger back and to really pay attention because it's not going to stop. It's only going to get worse. Right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. It's just it is. So, so the bottom line here is you got to watch your kids, folks. That's it. There's nothing we can do about it. If you want that tech contract, head over to commando.com slash contract. Something for you to, to deal with with your kids. Allie, thanks for being here. It's a tough topic. But, you know, from time to time, I know we always like to talk about, oh, these happy tips and things like that. <laughs> but every once in a while, you know, we just got to say, hey, folks, yeah. this is the bottom line here. Important so stuff. if you've got kids, grandkids. And if you need help with uh, tracking down any of this stuff, just let us know. Thanks, Al. Thanks. All right. You got slow internet and you want it faster. I know. We all have this need for speed. So in this tip, we put together some ways that you can get one gig or two gig plans. Yes, I said one or two gigs. A lot of it depends on where you live. Like, for example, Google Fiber, they have one gig at $70 a month, another one at $100 a month, that's two gig. 
And then we're going to tell you exactly what the difference is. And the difference is really speed. Like, for example, the time to download a two and a half hour movie, 2.4 minutes on one gig, one minute on two gigs. Wow. So if Google Fiber is not available in your hometown, then you can check out AT&T Fiber. They have five gig service, which is really amazing. Uh, it's about $200 a month. Again, we're going to tell you where you can find that. And finally, there's Comcast Xfinity, a gigabit 2X plan. And we've got all the details over on the website at commando.com. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls and a great tip on how to make your PC or Mac start faster here on Kim Commando today. Uh, Charles in Toledo, Ohio. Welcome. Hey, Kim. Thanks for uh, taking my question. And side note, if I could, real quick, I wanted to mention I had to, I went to a, a doctor the other day and I asked him about uh, whenever I'm in my car, if I go underground, like especially through a tunnel, long bridges, or anything like that, I'm always okay unless I have a passenger or multi multiple passengers with me. He uh, told me that I have carpool tunnel syndrome. <laughs> Now, if you still want to help me after that, I am looking for a yeah. I'm looking for a uh, Android, probably Samsung. Uh, but we use uh, sometimes we switch from. We don't always use the Samsung phones, just usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the phones that we do use are uh, Android based. Some sort of a like the Apple tracker, but obviously the Apple tracker won't work with the Samsung. So I just didn't know. I've seen a million of them out there. I just didn't know if there's any way other than to scroll through the countless reviews to know which one might be a good one and um, hopefully to not spend like $100 a month on the services. You know, just wanted your opinion on that. You know, the trackers are, believe it or not, there are no monthly fees associated, like for example, with the Apple AirTag. You buy the tracker Mm -hmm. Uh, in the case of an AirTag, it's thirty dollars, or you can buy four for that. Four of them for eighty nine bucks at Costco. Uh, if you're looking for the cheapest price, that seems to be where it is. And then the battery lasts for about two years, and then you just replace the battery. And when the battery is running out, yeah. like for example, I got a notification on my phone this morning that said the AirTag on my bike is uh, almost running out, so I need to replace that. And I'm like, okay, so you know, it's it's actually these really handy reminders. And what's nice is that these trackers are so small, you can put them. Anywhere. Now, as far as, yeah. you know, if you're not playing in the Apple ecosystem, then you're right. Like the AirTag, mm-hmm. no AirTag for you, right? <laughs> okay. So right. Uh, then you're looking at the tile trackers. And that would probably be the most comparable, about the same price. They work the same way. And as long as the, uh, you know, Bluetooth is in range, and then it also works on bouncing different connections off of each other. So that's why, you know, it's interesting that that you could know, like, where an AirTag is located, even if you're not there. Like, for example, I have some uh, cars in storage. And so I get an alert any time that that car is moved. And so they're really fabulous mm. trackers. I mean, and, you know, I have, them, I have them on my dog, um, <laughs> like my bike, mm-hmm. in my cars, on my keychains, in my wallet. Uh, for my husband, Barry, he's got it on his Kindle, on his MacBook, uh, anything that the guy owns, basically, you know. Uh, because I, I got tired of him saying, like, you know, have you seen my fill in the blank? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it gets very, very tiresome. So um, just take a look at uh, the tile trackers. And, you know, Samsung has their own trackers. But, you know, if you're going to like what you said, like you go back, you bounce back and forth. I think if you're not going to stick in the Apple camp, 
then just I think tile trackers are the, the next best thing out there. And, you know, you get, they have all the holders for them, too. So if you want to put it on your dog or if you want to connect it to something else, you can find holders for just about anything. Even necklaces, they can put them on uh, over uh, for sale on Amazon, of course. Uh, Charles, thank you so much for the joke, the carpool title joke. Yes, and thanks for your call. Hey, speaking of finding things, just want to remind you that if you're on Android, find my device super handy so you can always find that device. And you can also erase data if you, I don't know, lose it or somebody steals it. And if you're on Samsung, they have a similar one called Find My Mobile. Once again, that's Find My Mobile for Samsung or Find My Device over on Google. And of course, if you're on Apple, you know we have Find My for just about everything. Hey, if you're not getting our official newsletters, join over 400,000 folks who do every single day. And they are brand new. They are fresh. And so if you dropped our newsletters because you didn't like them because there were too many ads and just didn't seem worthwhile, well, now it's time to come back to us. That's commando.com slash subscribe. It's all new. Everybody loves them. Commando.com slash subscribe. All right. Your computer shouldn't take more than just a few minutes to start. If you're sitting there while getting frustrated, you need to take some action. So let's start with Windows. They have a nifty setting called Fast Startup. Think of it as a scaled-down hibernation mode. It's under the power options. Next, you want to get rid of anything that runs when you actually start up your PC, those apps and programs. It's all in the startup folder. Just turn off anything you don't want to open at startup. Now for our Mac friends. You're definitely going to want to stop programs and apps from starting when your Mac does too. The easiest and simplest way to do this is just to right-click on Programs on the dock, and under Options, remove the check mark next to Open It Login, and that's all there is to it. Hey, whenever you're looking for great content on the go, we have our daily podcast, our daily tech update, and Kim Commando today. And they're just perfect for those walks or strolls, or maybe you're just getting some work done around the house. So just search for my last name, Commando, with a K, wherever you get your podcast. And while you're there, be sure that you give us a great review, and you can find me always at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 